is here. Yo, 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 ha ha! Yeah, you have now into Squared Circle Worldwide. You got your man, the Titanian Stallion, Mr. Pinky Ring Shining Studio. Now, with me, he's the first man to post a workout online and turn it into an OnlyFans for five hours. My man, Shoot, how you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing wonderful out here, baby. It's sun shining, except for this uh, pollen that's in the air, killing my allergies. They had 100,000 subscribers in the first 30 minutes, and they were all about fire. <laughs> Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Square Circle 101 or hit us up on Instagram at Square Circle 101 or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at Talking Smack 101. Nice sunshine out there today. It's huh? beautiful outside, man. But you know, right in the beginning of this, just like I said, allergies get me, man. So that pollen out here, I don't care how yeah. nice it is outside, yeah. man. Rain and knock it out the air, man, because my eyes and nose are killing. And you force you force yourself outside too, because you can't just be you inside can't. all day. I, yeah. for, hey. First thing I did since the winter, since the beginning of the winter, was I washed my car. I cleaned it, vacuumed. I went outside and I washed my car. It's like, like eyes all closed. It's beautiful outside. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's how it is, man. But how we winning? So I, I saw this, and then um, after remember remember the day I told you to go watch it, the heart of they fall. Yeah, yeah. So and even though the movie even though the movie is uh, is uh, fictitious, it's the characters are based on real life people. Yeah. So Cherokee Bill, yeah. uh, he was hanged. Uh, his last <laughs> words were, uh, "I came here to die, not make a speech." Wow. I thought that was kind of powerful. That was savage. That, that's pretty savage, and it's just like the just like the uh, dude with the Nike, uh, the dude on death row with the Nike. He said, "He said, just do it." That's yeah. where it came from. A guy from a death row about to get electrocuted. I never. You serious? I did not know that. I could have swore I said that in the show before. You, I don't. Are you serious? Yeah. No. So Nike's "Just Do It" came from uh, a death row inmate who was about to get electrocuted, and that was the word slogan. "Just do it." I think we just uncovered the entire. <laughs> school prison pipeline the conspiracy has been solved this yeah. is how they did it no, they're like you we know, got one slogan from this we gotta kill some more nah, but, you, but you know what though it's uh those two men were yeah. men who accepted their fate yeah. I mean that that's not you know me getting into it and it's no. not to quote the quote right. it is but it's just like th that that's you being comfortable with life in what you did that's funny I just had a conversation with my buddy about this saying you know um Everybody's success is always defined a little different, but the biggest thing is when you is come to peace with who you are oh. and accept it. Yeah. So you can just live the way of who you are. Yeah. And then the people that there's people that never get there. What's yeah. that quote over here, man? I came here yeah. to die, not make a speech. That's it. I want to know who. That might be an actual quote from what he said. Yeah. No. That, okay, that, that's that, what that, that was. No. That, 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 no. That's, that's exactly savage. where it's from. Yeah. You know, I, he was only 19 when he was when he was killed. Damn. 19. Crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Which David? So to by today's time, fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. <laughs> yeah. you, guys, you did a lot of living, man, to to be that to comfortable, to be that comfortable in that with world. That, that world. Yeah, the so, Wild West and being a minority. I mean, you see it. I mean, you see it now. You see how fast kids grow up. So it's just like you know when you're it's, into that life. Yes, sir. It's it. insane. All right, now that, that was a good movie, by the way. Also, you're welcome. So we've had, yeah, I've, yeah, exactly. And thank you again. Now, where are we at here? A lot of stuff going on out there today. Mm -hmm. We're talking about. We have some fights to cover. Of course. We just saw the highlights for Hector Garcia and Chris Colbert. Okay. Colbert. 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 He's black. Colbert. Yeah. yeah right. Uh, so, anyways, Garcia worked this dude. Uh huh. All the, rounds. The biggest thing with that one was. Um, the last minute, sometimes you see these last minute replacements come in. 
Uh huh. Which are which are always dangerous. They're always dangerous. dangerous. They're dangerous for everybody. I never, you know, I've I've never heard of Hector Garcia, but I've heard of Hector Garcia. Of course, you, I hear you know you know a Hector Garcia. I course. definitely it's know. Just... A, I know a couple. I know a couple. I've met a few in my day. Uh, and Chris Colbert, top prospect. Yep, he was six, he was sixteen and zero before this fight. And he's a good fighter, man. But he just yeah, he beat Tugs Nyambar last. Uh, last that was week. a statement. Right there too, but Hector Garcia, man, I, he just dominated. Beating Miguel Beltran also, but he just dominated. But you know what though? Um, always look at, always look at, and I do this with all sports. I look at it with, uh, you know, with NBA or I look at it with uh, football. This guy's always changing his hair color. Yeah, he's always changing his hair color. He he, and, and it's just like. I look at people like you know Adrian uh, Broner. You Boner. almost you almost made me call him Boner. Yeah, uh, I look at it and it's just like you seem to put more emphasis on what you're doing instead of mastering your craft. If you're not worried, if you're worried about what you're wearing out to your fight, if you're worried about hey, what color is your hair going to be going out there? It's just like oh, how much are you really focused on that? And I'm not trying. And the thing is, I understand it's a different time. I'm I, I'm. I don't care what anybody says. I'm not old. I am not old fashioned. It's just like, I, I understand. I understand the times that, you know, yes. people are changing. Kids are way more expressive. People are way more expressive than they are back in the day. So I'm yes. not one of those old high school or college football coaches. Like I want my kids clean cut. And I want to ball. <laughs> I want, want you to look at, no, I'm not that. I understand the freedom of expression, man. Yeah. But I just no. whenever I hooped, the person who had the Jordan warm-ups, the Jordan shorts, the Jordan socks, the Jordans, yeah. the Jordan headband, yeah. all that, was the worst player on the yes. You know who's dangerous on the court? Yeah. The guy with the burgundy wife beater. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. like, where do you even buy those? Yeah. And, and it, it's, it's just a, like, it's, it's just Levi's. like, because like, what do they do? They're coming out here to work. Yeah. They're, not, they're coming out here to put in work. So when I see, so it's not surprising that he got outworked for a couple of reasons. One, just because even though I don't know him personally, when I look at that, his hair is always different. It's always changing. I just look at, you know, that's you putting your emphasis on that. And, and that's just my personal opinion. Yeah. I don't no, know. But and then, and you, then got, you got a big point about that because guys like that, too, um, he's a dude who doesn't smoke, doesn't drink, also. So, okay. And people, we're, we're, we're all what, creatures of habit. Everybody yeah. has their own addictions. Some are more oh, yeah. positive, oh, some yeah. are more negative. Oh, yeah. And his just might be himself. Yeah. This is what it is. Broner. Yeah, Broner. 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 There's a website to prove it. Mm -hmm. he, it's his own thing. It's, so it's um, sixteen and zero with six scales. So this guy wasn't a. So he was a pure boxer. So the fact he just this is one of those things you got outworked, and then you hate to see you hate to see it with guys like this uh, rising up or comer. But um, uh, my boy, uh, I keep want to say uh, your five, but it's not your five. It's a young master. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I just saw the highlights. Uh, uh, Amir Imam. Yeah. Amir Imam. So it's just like he kind of, he kind of falls into that yeah. uh, category. So, well, he, he potentially can. He can still come, come back from it. Oh, yeah, he can. I mean, we. What's, what we, Hector we, Garcia's uh, record? We, um. We say we say it all the time, man. It's like losses aren't going to define you yeah. as long as you can come and fight or whatever. But uh, fifteen and 0, 10 knockouts. See, so now how much of this? What they say? This is three week, three to two week notice of the fight, right? Yeah. Now there's a part of it where Chris Colbert. He, this is a he's he's the headline. He's the main event on this fight. Yeah. And this might be the first fight that I can think of where he's the headline because I want to say with that Colbert nine bar card, I don't think they were the main event. Yeah. I, think, I think they were the co-main event. So for a guy like that, that's a drawback uh, financially with with these with boxing. Of course, you know why the losses are so important. Yeah, because it literally it determines where you end up on the line. Yeah, that's just what it is. It, and it's you got a hundred years in this business plus 
this is what things might evolve to, right? Yes. Anyways, Correct. but I don't know. He wasn't at that buddy level, basically, where instead of postponing and paying for another training camp stuff, you got to take the fight on the two-week notice. You see this guy's... You should have known that he was going to be danger with the record, right? What, 10 15, knockouts, 15 10 fights total? Correct. I don't care where you're coming from and who you're fighting level of boxers. Southpaw as well. And you're, you're knocking 10 out of them out, right? So that should have been a red flag. I don't know how much you can prepare for it, but I think Chris Colbert, if he remains a headline, man, he might have to add an addiction to balance this stuff out. The universe is what? Yin and yang? got to always find that way to get that balance. And if you believe in yourself that much, and after you get knocked out, that's what do you think hurts more, his ego or his record? Ego, hundred percent. Ego, got it. it it's, it's every man's weakness. If you, we're not not going to reveal the age or anything like that. But thirteen. If you fall, if you fall, you personally, if you fall, you don't care about your clothes or hurt yourself. Who saw? That's the first. <laughs> that, that's the first thing you're thinking about. It's just like anybody see me? Okay, ego. Around. It's all. It's all ego. Yeah. It's always 100%. ego. All 100%. ego. Yeah, I had a full up at Car Toys, and I got out, and I was glad that nobody at work saw it, but disappointed at the same time. All the time. That's what it is. All right. Now, speaking of the cops, I, I read a headline that they were informed and referred to this next fight, Josh Taylor versus Jack Catterall. I thought it was a – at first, my first reaction was a felony charge. <laughs> um, but with because of the ref – you could argue for a gross misdemeanor, right? I, th I still think you get convicted with the felony, but mm -hmm. you could argue the gross misdemeanor. So it's uh, it's definitely to show up on the record. When, uh, I'll, you know, you learn a lot. You know, this, Well, boxing, you can learn a lot, especially from the commentators, because they always got people on there who uh, who fought and boxed and all, yeah. who were around the sport for, you know, 50-plus yes. years. And you learn, it's just like the tell of a good ref is they're invisible. You forget yes. that they're there. Yes. This ref had, especially on a close fight, he had too much dictation on the out. The out. You, you want to be? We we talked about this while we were watching this fight. The, this is a champion. This is a unified championship all four on belts. the line. All, all four, four belt, belts. belts are on the line. Mike Tyson was able to bite somebody's ear, <laughs> and Mills Lane gave him a warning. <laughs> And then he didn't disqualify him until the second bite. It's like, yes. all right, man, I, one bite I can excuse. Everybody's watching. Like, right now. <laughs> like, everybody's like, watching. Right now. I can't take it. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't disqualify him until yeah. he bit him the <laughs> second time. So it, it, it's the stuff. Like, okay, Josh Taylor, you jabbed the man at the end of at after the bell. Uh, not even a jab. It wasn't yeah. even a fall through jab. You just kind of punched him in his solar plexus. It wasn't. It wasn't like a love tap. It was, you know. But at the same time, it wasn't. He didn't try to hurt him. You are but, dictating that out. It is like, yes. and I couldn't do it. There's fights. There's fights that I watch. Yes. And I'm like, I just get enamored with the fight. I forget that I'm supposed to be scoring or actually paying attention just because I just become a fanboy. Of yes. It. And so I understand. I'm not doing your job. But at the same time, man, you gotta. You gotta kind of know what you're what you're doing i mean he's in that position but taking points away in a fight like this and, and it's that close like yeah so it, 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 nothing wrong with getting a whole bunch of warnings i mean like you don't see blatant there like there was no low there was no low blows it no, was just no. like you know hold it was it was it was a dirty fight it, when i say dirty it was just a grudge match you know yeah. you, you saw and then the styles made a little clash with it mm -hmm. um Catterall, I think I, maybe the only time I we seen a fight, I think is well, I brought up earlier the O'Hara Davis yeah. beat him. So I 
He wasn't fresh on the mind. Mm-hmm. Knew very aware aware of the name. Took side money. Yeah. Step aside money for Taylor to get all belts. So this could have been the master plan by the evil villain. But also, he came to win. That's beautiful. Because styles make fights. And maybe, you know what? Because the thing is, I don't see him beating Ramirez. No. No. So he's just like, hey, I know I know, I can beat him, yeah. but I can't beat him. So, you know, it may be a play on this part. Yeah. This is, and this is why people Whoever's, play chess, yes. not checkers. Yeah. So it was – so – we we just decided that we're going to do a pound for pound top ten. Not yet. I'm sorry, that was a little bit premature. Yes. Don't don't <laughs> you, you know calm down, you guys. But apologies all the time. About but that. sorry, <laughs> yeah. But Josh Taylor, we had for unifying for I mean the people that he beat, and then well, unifying all four belts at uh, at 140. We had him pound for pound, and so here, I got that was right very short lived. You you got it um, up, or you so want me right to do now it? he he was number. So what? He's the number for 10, 9, 8, 7 on the list. So that's where we had him on our current pound for pound list. Yeah, we're going to have to redo it because we got Juan Estrada on here too. Okay. Oh, no, no. Okay, I'm looking at the wrong one here. Hold up. Hold up. Uh, I didn't think that was correct. I apologize. Josh Taylor, though, I was... This is one of the things happened to Mo Hooker, and I don't know... I wish I knew the answer throughout history of boxing where you get your road warriors out there. The one who was named the road warrior was Glenn Johnson. We good? Keep talking. Keep talking. Keep Glenn talking. Johnson, the road warrior, you know, he had his matches with Roy Jones and a whole bunch of fighters for winning the title on the road. Now, Maurice Hooker, most recent history, got all his got his belts on the road. First fight at home, lost. Um, also, we had this one here. Josh Taylor's another example. Got all of his belts out. All these big wins he got as a pro fighter were all done, not at home. So now when you're coming back home, who who sets the higher expectation on you? Maybe it's based off of how big your city or town is. For someone like Josh Taylor, I feel like uh, European, Scotland, Wales, they're more local than we would be here in the United States, right? Mm-hmm. Like in terms of if you got if you blew up off of you know a firefighter count. Would you come back and visit Tacoma? Always, man. One of my favorite uh, Fifty Cent. Even though I'm not a Fifty Cent fan, I don't like him. One of my favorite. One of my favorite quotes he ever said: "I'm in the hood because I'm hood. You in the hood because you stuck there." And yes. then, so yes, I'm, I ain't gonna come back to gloat or anything like that. But I am. I am always gonna come back just because. Uh, one of my uh, one of my homegirls. I just uh, got done talking to her earlier today. You know, she's able to afford the $1.5 million homes that's up there, that's up north and all that kind of stuff like that. She's moving back to Tacoma just because she doesn't want to pay the price. And I laugh at her because, like, you know, she's – Save money. Save money. She's just, But she's just like, nah, I'm not paying that off principal. So if How's it's she? in you, it's in you. How old is she? Year younger – year older than me. Okay, okay. So – Possibly, Almost she could have grown kids also. Yeah, she does. So now yeah. it's time to get out of this big place. Let them move on. Am I anywhere close to this at all? Yeah. Now let me correct something I did say earlier. We had Josh Taylor on the P4P hopeful list, um, but since the last one we've done, we had Canelo, Crawford, Fury, Usyk, Spence, Wilder, mm-hmm. Triple G, Garcia, Lomachenko, Pacquiao. Here's something to think about for the next time we do it. With everybody's everything's current times, do we include Usyk and Lomachenko still on the list, or do we bump them up for their current service for their countries? I'm just joking. we'll talk about that later. Yeah, where were we at? Let me get back to Hold the on. basics. Yo, 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 yo.
And next was... Boom. So we talked about Garcia Colbert. We talked... Oh, okay. So we talked about that. So, um, no, I'll just make sure I have it. So, so Josh Taylor lost that fight but got the nod. He got the nod. He got the nod. It was 113-112. They had split the same thing, and the one judge had a 114-111. That's what I was. That's what I was over here saying. I was just. I was trying to remember what I was reading. I was like, yeah. So Josh Taylor, Josh Taylor, he's still in. He's still in there, but he did. Uh, he got the nod on that one. You want to know signs of a good promoter? I like. I love Eddie Hearn. Uh-huh. Eddie Hearn is a guy who. I, this guy is so good. Where I love it when they criticize fights. When promoters criticize fights. And Eddie Hearn, he didn't get to promote this one, but he still criticized the fight. And he's probably part of these proponents. But he's becoming probably, he's next in line, I think, with Bob Arum. And that's because yeah. PBC is, is a management company, not necessarily a promotion. Yeah. But, you know, Canelo, he got his deal with him. Yeah. And that's a two-fight deal. And he said, this is who he loves working with. And we're going to see this guy grow and grow more. But I, Eddie Hearn is one of the guys. He'll criticize the old fights he promotes. Yeah. You know, yeah, I've seen him do it a hundred times. Well, I love I love this this one thing. Another thing we talked about earlier. Uh, we love the fact that the great thing about this sport is everybody can can criticize anybody. Like nobody, nothing is off the table. Whether it's a promotion and promoters going at it, whether it's the boxer, whether we seen Bob Arum go at Terence Crawford, that he just doesn't. Found, but and we de- we definitely see commentators, you know, talk about the uh, the refs on there. I love how all of those things are. Uh, nothing is off the table when it yeah. comes to criticism. And then you know what the the thing is. I think one of the not to even get political, but one of the greatest things about freedom of speech is like uh, there there is nobody's above being criticized. Nope. Like, hey, if I even if I disagree with what you say, I will defend to the death your right to yeah, say. It. You know what I'm exactly, yes. and then so I think that's great about the sport. Like you know where you have a basketball, if you say anything about the refs, yeah. you're getting fined. It's just like no, nothing's off, nothing is off limits, and that's the great thing the, about the sport. The circle of life of boxing promoters. And I bet you there's a number. I guarantee there's a number to this. And I'm just going off the top of my head. At what age do you think the boxing promoter stops becoming a fan? It becomes the promoter, the business of it. Because with Eddie Hearn, he's very passionate about talks and fights. He watches all these fights yeah. still. But Bob Arum, he used to be a Bob Lord, but there had to be a point in his life where he was just having fun, loving the sport. Uh, you know what? I don't know, man. I think you. I, I think depending on how if you were born into the sport. Yeah, yeah. I think if you were born into the business side, if you're born into the business side, then it's always going to look. It's going to be yeah. look at the cash flow opportunity, yeah. and you, you're going to look at these guys like stocks instead of like actual athletes. Well, like if you're a fan of this sport, like I, I'm not promoter wise. So far, only Floyd De La Hoya. These, these are the only fighters really to have big promotional companies. So this is something we're witnessing for the first time in boxing. Yeah, too, so. and then so the. I don't think you ever stop becoming a fan because, like you, you know, if you if you as soon as you stop becoming a fan, these fights don't get made. Yeah. Like as a as a promoter, so it's always good to keep that. I, I can't tell you when the turnover is going to be, but as long as you're a fan of the sport, you're always going to treat it well, man. You, you gotta if you have love for it. Anything that you have love for, man, you're going to treat it with the utmost respect. Yes, and it's 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 a brutal war out there. You know, modern day gladiators. Hopefully, this game never goes virtual. And if we do, let's just go the other way back to gladiators. Speaking of gladiators, chocolate, chocolate Tatito, chocolate Tito versus Julio Cesar Martinez. I think Julio Cesar Martinez moved up and went for the fight. Yeah, that's right, right? He did. The young, young guy. Chocolate Tito beat the brakes off this boy. It started off really close, really good, and then there was a moment where I think that the level of energy just, just the the champion rose. 
I don't think it was. Uh, I don't think it was close from the get go. But one of the things I there's I a couple there, there, to there, to there, yeah, yeah. There, there's a couple things that I took away from this fight. And then me What's personally, that? like agent wise, there there's some things that I'm just like, okay, you win or lose because of age. He's referred to threesomes. <laughs> <laughs> so this kid had took all of Chocolate Tito's punches, which was amazing to me and the fact that he didn't go down. Like that's yes. that's you. Yeah, that's <laughs> that, that is that is 100%, 100% that's youth. Yeah. 100%, 100% youth. youth and bad decision making. Yes. Just like the way he approached that fight. And I, and the thing is I saw a little bit of Lomachenko in there where it's just like, okay, there was nothing that kid could do against Chocolatito. Chocolatito was marvelous and he he did virtually win every round and he looked glorious. Yes. Yeah, it, it was a bad strategy going in. You know, you, you can't go in trying to break his hands with your face. Yeah, that's exactly it's what it looked like he did. Yeah. I, I don't know of any times that it's worked, at least in my in, in recent history. And um, It worked on uh, on Family Guy when uh, <laughs> Mike Tyson had to fight that old lady <laughs> Care, right, yeah. right right before uh, Brian. Sit Stoney. down, old man, young man. Yeah. yeah so. I'm so tight. Now we have uh, now Chocolatito. So, go ahead. No, <laughs> Is this... Uh, I, I didn't think he would be able to rise to this occasion, honestly. I didn't, but I was also looking at the factor of, of the weight change, right? Mm -hmm. But I didn't think he looked bigger than him. And he just—I don't know if Julio Cesar Martinez might have left it in the gym. Was he too big, too strong? I'm not sure. Because I really thought Julio was going to win this fight, being the younger kid. I just thought he was. You know what? It's it, we talk about this a lot on how uh, people react after losses and after wins or once to become champion or whatever. We got to think. A lot of people had Chocolatito as like number one pound for pound on this list, and that and that doesn't just go away. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I already, I actually. Nice. Hold on, because I was looking at a few of them. Yeah. And, and that's another thing as I bring up Chocolatito, because you have the style mix fight thing that we were talking yep. about, where it's Chocolatito, Ron Francisco Estrada, Carlos Quadras, and yes. uh, Soren Visai. Like all that little uh, foursome, as you will, yeah. though, those guys, it's just like at any moment, these guys can, you know, beat each other. So if these guys were all, what, 20 pounds more? They be they're that the four kings conversation right? exactly yeah because they're all fighting each other no understand yeah but unfortunately the slow weight class is not getting this recognition it probably deserves it's not it's it's definitely not getting it's the recognition uh, it probably deserves so let's go we got uh chocolatito he was fifty fifty one and three now with forty one ko's like I'm if that kid was any older and he wasn't as young as he was with he would have got ko yeah. who's his other loss to? um uh Juan Francisco Estrada that's right that's right yeah because yeah. they were supposed to be set up for a trilogy and somehow. Politics or, or COVID had him fight some fights. I think it was sort of because I got sick that messed everything up. But anyways, the Chocolatito band looked of young age, kind of. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that always made him so dominant is his punch output. And yeah. that's something that he kept. And with that punch output, they're going to punch less because there's a point, no matter how young you are, you tired of get you get tired of getting hit. Yeah. At this period. You know what I'm saying? And then so the, this is the thing that's a... Uh, that kills me about this is just like uh styles make fight. So it's just like who, who's open and who goes where now? Cause you got Juan Francisco Strada sitting at 42 and three with 28 knockouts. Uh, just like we said with Carlos Quadras, 
you know, with the back knee, who actually <laughs> just got done fighting. Still had back knee. Yep. Yeah. So he just he just lost to Rodriguez. Yeah, uh, Jesse uh, Rodriguez Franco. Yes. He just, he just lost to him. So that's two back to back losses because uh, he lost to Juan Francisco Estrada. Uh, now, and even him was thirty nine and five and twenty seven. Man, can we get back to just everybody fighting everybody in the division if you want the belt? But either this is the example right here. Here's the formula because these are all these guys are all fighting each other. Sort of Visa got fights in there. Um, and I believe what happened was, I think Sora Vizai was supposed to fight Quadras, and then COVID hit on that one, and same thing happened to um, Estrada and Chuck because they're supposed to be, or, or they got a, they got a third fight coming up. And that's one of these things where this is the formula blueprint right here. These guys are, they're they're passing each other in the hallways. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right now. And, and they're seeing it. So, I love it. We just need this to happen at the bigger weight classes with, I guess maybe it's the money. Less oh, money involved. Who well, knows? Well, or, or I hate to be un-American, but <laughs> maybe American fighters should just take a page out of their their books. Yeah. All his quadras is Mexican. Yeah. Uh, yep. What is it? Uh, Francisco wow. Estrada is Mexican. Uh, from uh, was it um, Chocolatitos I, Nicaragua? Yeah, I, I saw a little sinister yeah, look hey, on hey, your but, face. But no, but, but no, that, but that's, real, but no, that's, that's American. Because yes. look, we got Earl Spence and Terrence Crawford. Yeah. You got Jamel Charlo. Like you know, you got you got so many American figures yes. in here that there's only so many gay Rosados in here that'll literally fight anybody, <laughs> like any anybody. So with no question. right asked, now, if I called Jermaine right now, I could probably make fight. Yeah. So the, the funny thing is. It's, I hate this, and then you know people pricing themselves out of fight. Like yes. it can be done, so it's not, it's not a, it's not just a promotional thing. Like if you want to yeah. fight, the fight's gonna get made. It's, it's gonna get made. Showtime and HBO came together to make the Pacquiao Mayweather fight happen. Yes. So I don't want to hear nothing about hey they're on PBC or anything like that. No. I don't want to hear no, it'll like, happen. none of that. It'll happen yeah. because when money talks and the fights are worth it. Yeah. Definitely. I think anytime there's politics involved, it's because there's doubt in one on one side of the it, other. It is doubts because let me tell you this. If I truly if I truly believe that I can beat you, yeah. it doesn't matter what the purse size is because that's free money for me. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, no, I'm not going to get paid enough. I know I'm going to get paid. And I know I'm gonna win yeah. if I truly believe. If yeah. I truly believe that. Yes. If yes. I truly believe that, yes. I know that I'm getting free money. Yes, that's yes. So if Especially I so, for knocking somebody out. So if you, it's, it's like if you try to bet me a hundred thousand dollars to make a layup. That's all day. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's not. Oh man, I need more money than that for me to go out there. No, no. If you bet me a dollar, I'm like, that's free money. If you bet me a dollar, if you bet me a dollar, I'll go out there just to prove that because it's free money. I know that's something. Very little context to it. There's a hundred dollar bill magnetized to the fridge right now, (laughs) and it's it's about the principle. It's about the principle. And almost everybody out there, I think you understand what I say. Yeah, it's about the principle. Okay, so so that you guys, so that you guys uh, (laughs) have some background to that story, I let you know. Anyway. if it wasn't for this man right here, Sonny Ill, I wouldn't be in the CrossFit community. Yes. Uh, so I had a friend try to challenge me to no. uh, low pays monthly for this. Yeah. It's for, the, it's for the competition. I, I, I didn't do, want to he challenged me to a double under competition, and of course we were both drinking. So he bets me a hundred dollars. Not only do I smoke him, 
I don't care about the money. One of my favorite lines by the Joker in Dark Knight. It's not about the money. It's about sending a message. I have his $100 bill on my refrigerator that I make him look at every time he comes over. Did he have it is, on him or have to go to the ATM? No, he had it on him. Yeah, so he had it on him. Yeah. I didn't have mine on mine, but I got cash out. I, I, Venmo. Is what, yeah. <laughs> it's but still, still. It's good, though, because that's handing you the money versus like, Dropping it off here's money. Okay. Yeah, nah, I'll, I'll nah, you gotta sit there. You gotta sit there and you take it though. But that's about what it is. It's about it's about the sending principle. the message. Yeah, I think Chocolatito did it very well mm -hmm. that night. So I got there's a couple things we could talk about here. Uh, you want you brought up you mentioned to me and asked if we were going to talk about this one. Colby Covington and Jorge Masvidal. Yeah, I was a little shocked. So I'm not too prepared for this one. I did watch the fight. Okay. Um, but I was a little shocked that you wanted to bring it up. I, I had to double check, make sure we weren't in the bizarre world. Uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure they might have just ran the the hydron collider, and we just split realities again. Yeah. So there's a world right now where I, I just asked you if you want to talk about it. And I looked and gave me that look. Right. So you go ahead and start off with this. What's All right. Name? So this fight, the main event of that fight, took place literally a couple ten minutes right after the Chocolatito fight. Okay. Yes. And then so, so I switched. I switched over to watch that fight. And then uh, they, I love how they do the not even just the telling tape, but the background. Yes. So apparently they used to be homies and close. This I didn't know. You didn't know that. You no, didn't no, know I, I, I just found out about so, it. Recently. So and then Mod Matt, Matt, Masvidal. Yeah, you're gonna. I'm gonna butcher these names because I really don't care about either one of these guys. Let me butcher them for you. Yeah. So Masvidal. So they're Jorge. Jorge. So he's the one who got. The, the other guy yes. into UFC mm -hmm. and they basically were best friends and they groomed, they, you know, they, together, yeah. and they came up together. And then I don't know what flipped the what white guy. What's his name? Um, Kobe Covington. Kobe Covington. That's a was getting Yeah. Was getting mad that he said Masvidal was getting upset and jealous that his stardom was rising. And then I started seeing the whole MAGA and all yeah. that kind of stuff like that too. So instantly I'm like, all right, you know, I'm not into politics, but I, I don't support what you're supporting, but Unless anyway, like from like uh, uh, what's the group that have flame, flame in it? Public enemy. Public enemy. So I'm sitting here. I'm like, okay, this is a grudge match. I'm like, all right, this, you know, who he's fighting. This, yeah. I, I, I don't know what their background. I don't know what the background they is. Talked but that, but well, haven't talked that much in years. Yeah, too, yeah. So and I, and I was like, okay, I'm very intrigued. I'm interested about this fight. And then I started watching the fight, and then it, it dawned on me. <laughs> Why does everybody like this sport? This sport's trash. Oh, man. I knew <laughs> oh, UFC is so terrible. That fight was so trash. Yeah, it was. <laughs> all that hype, all that so money. So this is the thing. In defense of, of UFC, just because me and you guys, me and you, we love the sport of boxing. A little bit more blood and guts. Yeah. And there's a big portion of, for me and you, we want to see the stand-up, whether it's punches or kicks. We, if, if I want to watch dudes wrestle, yeah, there's there's Grinder and other websites to that, effect, <laughs> right? Where you can get that, you can experience it easy, from what I understand. And hurt. Uh, anyways, that's and that's one of those things. That's that's why they had to change the rules of the sport. The very first Ultimate Fighter that I saw when it was the final match was um, one they, of the Gracies they, and Kachara. Then they didn't have no like weight class, no weight classes, no like rounds. So the fight started and then it just ended. That main event lasted. So it had a start time with no end time, bro. <laughs> that main event lasted probably 30, 45 minutes, almost an hour. And it was just two dudes. One guy in underwear, and yeah. another guy had a gear. 
So one dude came as, as a slut. The other one came with a little respect. They're saying he knew he was getting, he was getting something. You know what that, you got to work for it. You know what that reminds me of on Gangs in New York? Yeah. When they when they had that boxing match, that illegal boxing match, and they had to go to the edge of the city. And it was like, they, all right, we found the winner yeah. in the 77th round. It's just, it's just, it's just like literally just go. That, it'll make them like they used to. But, okay, so I – I will always give respect to almost any sport. Yes. I give respect to people yes. who do curling and all this kind of stuff like that. Would you that. fight so, cows on the ear? It's gross. No, yeah. man, I'm too pretty for that. Yeah. No, but like I respect, I respect uh, UFC is the way it is. But I just, I just can't get into it, man. A I lot think. of lying around, a lot of grabbing yes. and holding the gate, yes. and it's just like it just didn't seem like there wasn't that much action. And, and one of the things, and, and a big part of it, I'll tell you why, is because the most champions, the most wins in UFC are all wrestlers. Right, but wrestling is an ugly thing. They had to create the WWF and call it wrestling for entertainment, because actual like high school wrestling. If you go to high, if you go to wrestling like that as a fan, you have things that we might not want to talk about, because there's a certain thing about it that you just respect and love of the what the sport. There's like what five moves total. I don't know, <laughs> and, and that's and with because it's less entertaining when it comes to combat sports is is go, is going to be grappling only and wrestling. You'll never see those on TV unless it's WWF, because it, we want blood and guts. So when you mix it in like this, it, it it takes some of the entertainment value from at least core Americans. You know what I'm saying? You know what I did like about it? I like how they truly hate each other, yeah. and right after that, they just like, hey, they, no, the guy I wanted to win didn't. You know that? Yeah. That other guy. <laughs> but it was a uh, Who, who'd you watch with? Uh, uh, Masvidal, I assume. Yeah, was, oh yeah, but you know what? But you know, I love, I love Masvidal. But the the key, backyard boxing. The, it, this doesn't get talked about enough. The you know the real reason why Masvidal lost because like he did have him, he did have him when he caught him with that one punch, yeah, or whatever, and then he just never capitalized on it. Like sticky this blow blows. But, yeah, but um, the real the real reason why he lost, and I've seen it across all platforms. There's one common denominator that's usually 99 percent of the law that takes place for all the losses. You know what that is? What? Drake put money on him. Mother, god damn it! Drake. Drake is a menace to all sports. He is, and he is a loser. <laughs> we should have this dude. I think we emotionally like, break him with Rihanna. No, no, you know what? As a matter of fact, he's like he's like Eddie Mush from Bronx Tale. Right? There you, you got go. he's Eddie ah, Mush. We got, we got Mush. Hey, man, he bet the horse. He bet the horse. I'm gonna speak this into existence. <laughs> if it doesn't, if this doesn't exist already, I'm gonna speak it into existence. Because I just saw a website. I saw a couple websites where you can follow now the how CEOs and people in Congress. Purchase stocks. Ooh. And when they purchase it, I can show you the site later. Ooh. Um, this has got this site has to exist yeah. with Drake and placing bets it, across I, all bets. It's just like, okay, that's who you put. Cool. I'm going the other way. Because yes. like I've seen it multiple I've seen it multiple times, and that's the re that's the reason why Masvidal lost. Do you think he's ever gotten a call from a support like hey Drake dude? Hey man, hey, hey man, I just put a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Hey, can you not please? I need you not to bet on any fights <laughs> right now. Not anything on this card at all. At all. That's well. I do like Masvidal because he's a stand-up guy who likes. Then when I say stand-up, like to stand up and fight, he's an action-packed dude. Yeah. And I'm for someone who has a martial arts background, I can see the technical things when it comes to wrestling and jujitsu or any type of shoot fighting like this. It's just not my cup of tea for entertainment. No. I want blood guts. Remember, all gladiators well, retire. Gonna, no, that, that, it'll give you blood and guts. Yes. It's just not going to give you the artistic form. I just don't get it. Yeah. It's just by like as you much. Never as, hear that about UFC. No art. No there's no. There's. there's yeah. 
They don't say the sweet science of USC. Right? <laughs> See, the, like, the only art is promotion that they yeah, have to wear. For they have to put the hats and shirt on right away. Mm-hmm. Now we have a couple things that's been announced in the mix here. I think we're doing really good on time. I'm going to move something up to talk about because we already mentioned Terrence Crawford. But okay. we saw the thing on Instagram when they asked. I, I think all it was was they, they basically told Charlo what he said about, well, if I can't get this fight, I'll fight this winner. Right? Yeah. This is one of these things sometimes where I wish we could do reaction videos. Yeah. Because I wish we could have did a reaction video for what Jabron Charlo said about Terrence Crawford. Mm-hmm. And I think there's enough footage and information about this man. You don't react that way about him. Yeah. Because, I don't know, you just like put a hit on yourself. I would be surprised if, if Terrence Crawford, if he says nothing, that's probably bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right so, now. okay, the thing with um, Jamel Charlo said, uh, I'm a knockout artist. He's going to get knocked out. Handle your division and all that kind of stuff. Like, basically, in not so many words. L- look it up. Yeah. Look it up. You'll have that in there. And I'm like, if, it was if you were talking, like, I think he can get away with that talking to Errol Spence. And I'm not, and I'm really trying to not to be one sided. I, I, I can, I can see that. Terrence, Terrence Crawford is not a fighter. He is a straight boxer who can fight if he wants to. It's either style. It, in yeah. either style. So yeah. it's just like, I understand what you're saying. And I part of me actually believes a little bit that you know what he's saying. But I think it'll be a good fight. But I think, I think that's just a blackness talking. I, I think the technical skills when it comes to it, I think I think Terrence Crawford puts hands on Jamel Charlo. Yeah, I think Terrence Crawford, him and Canelo are like – Two G level of geniuses when it comes yeah. to your boxing knowledge, especially. Mm-hmm. And I think, and the thing is that separates really Canelo and Terrence Crawford is you got two killers, but one's a murderer. Yeah, you know, so one's a goon and a murderer, and, it, and and that is Terrence Crawford yeah. into where it's to his own detriment a, a lot of times where he can get in there and he could box you, outbox you if he wants to, but a lot of times he wants to, he doesn't mind getting hit. And, uh, <laughs> if, and it, if we heard it was murder suicide with Canelo, you'd like tragedy. Yeah, if, if it was just straight murder for Crawford, like. It took a while than I thought. <laughs> it took longer than I thought. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly how that would work. Now, Terrence Crawford, he's he's not the biggest guy. But then we're only talking about the next level up, 154. Yeah. First off, with this Spence, if Spence and Crawford cannot happen after this, I don't even know what to say about life. Okay? Because I, I, I stand. I Samson Samson, <laughs> I stick by my story. If the fight does not happen, it's not on Terrence Crawford. It's not on Terrence it's Crawford. It's not on Terrence Crawford. Because I believe this thing with Ugas, you could say it was for negotiating terms, having an extra belt, but at this point, you're just going to infuriate the man more. Well, I think the calmer he is, the scarier it gets. And, yeah. and, he's a, and we know he's a goon. He's yeah. a straight goon. I've yet to watch Bel Air, by the way, but I, it's, I, we you almost are, did, you are I almost did it last night, really, but it was like really, was bu- really behind. Because all I can think of is Jeffrey. Jeffrey is a goon. I heard a British comedian. He said, you know, he said everybody in life, everybody in life should have to work in retail at least once for the experience. That or fast food. Right? Because it gets you about life. And he's talking about him like selling, like, dude, like, like you sell shoes at Macy's. And as a British guy. Nordstrom, homeboy. Don't ever shortchange me. And he he said, he said, you know, when customers come in, you talk to him, you know, you you put your Jeffrey on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought that was pretty funny and genius there. But Terrence Crawford, he's our number two. Uh, pound for pound fighter. He's definitely, if not our favorite, one of our favorite fighters between us. Do we have him as number two? Yeah, Can- Canelo's number one. Bro. Yeah, but we still have Tyson Fury and we have Usyk, man. I think we bumped down because. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so we Crawford. Ta- we have. I think we have him at like number four for inactivity. You are right. Yeah, because like he just beat Sean Porter, but no for no belt. We haven't updated it since yeah. 2000. Uh, last updated was September 29th, 2021. 
So this is definitely doable. Well, if the next, if not the next show, maybe after the thirtieth, we'll, we'll, we'll see get, the outcome of this. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll get it done. We're going to talk about. We'll get it done. Now, where was I? Where was I? Let me go back over here to here. Crawford's still one of our favorite ones, and at one fifty-four, if if he if he had to move up to face Charlo, then that means. What do you think he would be doing it to face Charlo and just keep moving? Or this is where Spence is going. 154. He's not done after fights, whether he fights him or not. He's probably going to go to 154. It, is he strategically maybe trying to get ahead of it? If he, I love, I never thought about that aspect, but I love it. I yeah. love that concept because like if, say he does go out there and, you know, beats Jermel and Brian Castano or some, Castano or anything like that, then we're going to have to see if Earl Spence even decides to move up. Then, yeah, then you right? know, then it's just like, hey, you got. I'll tell you one thing. No matter what, if you did, if Terrence Crawford decides to go to one fifty four or stay at one forty seven, there's going to be no excuse for Earl Spence to to yeah. not fight him because you're not going to go not fight at that. And it's it's. I wish these guys were both just bigger draws because then this is to me at the level of Pacquiao Mayweather in terms of who I want to see really. Yeah, and Mayweather is a little bit different because obviously he's, he's the goat of our era, um, but. Yeah, and I, <coughs> this better get me somehow. I don't care if it happens in the streets, and we watch it on YouTube in five-minute clips. Man. You can distribute. They might even make more money doing it that way. So, now, let's move on here. Coming up, a lot of great fights coming up, man. We got the Valdez one we're going to talk about a little bit of. We might even talk about the rest of this. We might even finish on that one. So, let's let's talk about this Canelo versus Bill. There's a lot of things going on with this talk. Mm -hmm. I think I like this fight, first off. Mm-hmm. Now, it was announced he got a two-fight deal with Eddie Hearn, Bibble, and Triple G Trilogy. Yeah. Name of the sex tape, by the way. So, now we know what Bibble. You heard about what Benavidez, Charlo, their talks. And you, what did you say what Canelo said about that? I didn't see what Canelo said about that, but I know that... Um... I know that Benavidez was just like, yeah, we just all we all knew that he wasn't going to fight me. Yes. Right? Benavidez... First off, I really like those guys, and they're well. First, and Jamal Charlo, I don't think he's actually in the running anymore unless the penal league in Texas lets him fight still at this point because he's got a lot of things going on here. But uh, he did snub him. I'm pulling this up here now. I don't think Benavidez and really all three of these names, I don't even think they're really in the caliber as far as for to get to pick the fight. And if your name is in conversation with Canelo and you're on his radar, cool. Caleb Plant was easily on Canelo's target list, right? Yeah. He was on his target list. These guys aren't even, he's not even sniffing these dudes. And he speaks English now. So now we got a couple of English homies that are like, some, some Californians probably like, hey man, you see what you guys say right here? Like, <laughs> you know, just, and probably just, it just tips, you know, just jumps in every now and then. It's like, well, in mid conversation, you know, like, you know Charles, just know Charles said this or whatever. Canelo's in a two fight deal right now. Yes. And I think he's on his way out. He has everything intact. He has the belts. He has the money. He's taking the Mayweather approach and the blueprint and doing what he has to do to get out. And you can't rightfully not, earn the rights. Yep. You cannot knock him for beating champions, whether the caliber you think so, because like honestly, Dimitri Bivol is a great fighter. That's he's not he's not he's not on Canelo's level though. Out of all three, who's the better fighter? Bivol. I think Bivol beats them all. Be, as far as that Canelo, but beats yeah. Charlo, beats Benavidez. Yeah. So he's it's a, the more strategic, technical guy. 
I don't know if I don't know if it's necessarily uh, Benavidez. Like, uh, like I think Benavidez is the better fighter out of all of those guys. But I, I think just I think uh, yeah, yeah. Doors and growers. But but, but I, th- I think Canelo is just mapped out his exit plan, his exit strategy. I agree. And then the big payday to yes. end it, Mayweather-Pacquiao style, kind of. Well, if if the clone technology is real, I'm pretty sure the Mexicans did that with him, right? Because this is a, a specimen of a of, of, of a young man, yeah. young man who started off as professional. You know, uh, his professional career started at 14, I believe, on and YouTube early YouTube sensation. And this is one of these things where he's so good. His one loss to Mayweather, we don't even count it. Don't even count it. Now, Dmitry Bivol is a very very smart fighter. He's like that level of Russian where like the Klitschko is not blessed with the same size. But he probably speaks four languages. You know, rocket science is a hobby. And he's he's the most dangerous fighter on the list, I think, out of everybody. Next to Better Beef, right? I, I think Better Beef is not even on Canelo's ra- radar. And this could be some more of a language issue because when you say the name Better Beef, they don't even wrestle. You can no. pronounce Bibble pretty easy. You know what I do like about this? If none of these guys are on his radar... Then you're out of the. If you're out of the sweepstakes, go fight somebody else. Yes. Line up these fights. Do not do not wait around. So I think that'll be. I think that'll be good for the sport. Yes. Is in that aspect. I, that's one of these things. I always. I kind of when I look at my man Boo Boo. I think there's a part of it. People just they avoid the, his name in conversation on purpose because they yeah. don't really want them problems. Yeah. But I see him always. He's always fighting. Yeah. Uh, he's always fighting. He's trying. He's trying to get the. He's trying to get the fight. He's trying to get him out there. And and he's and he's. A, what I love, love and hate about basketball right now is is the the camaraderie with everybody. Sometimes, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And there's a part of Boo Boo where I, I I do like that he doesn't really disrespect and cross the lines. You yeah. know what I'm saying like even when he showed up at the Canelo thing, he he let it go. He let it go. You know, yeah. he let it go and just went, he, he had another fight. So that's one thing I do love and respect about him. But at the same time, with like my man Crawford. Sometimes you might have to cross the line to get it to happen, especially yeah. on your terms. Yeah. Because the older you get, the less chance you get. Like, there's an argument maybe that he wanted to fight Triple G this third time at this time of the year or whatever, because now you just increase your percentage of knocking him out. Yeah. Never been done. Not Never knocked down, never knocked out, known as the Iron Chin. Now, so, yo, now this is an interesting one. The Klitschko's demand that Canelo. Versus Bivol doesn't happen. Bivol is a Russian fighter, right? Now, you hear about Russian not being able to participate in some sports. A lot of guys in the USA, EFA, whatever, soccer league, they're not letting the Russian players fight or, or play. Uh, it's the Russian World Cup team, whatever, Olympics. Mm-hmm. They're not letting them participate. Um, but now in, there's, in, in the soccer leagues, one of the captains at the team, Everton, Russian, let him play. A little bit more money there, right? That's just how that works here. Now, I see where the Klitschko's are going, coming from, but I think you might have been living in America too long. Canelo's from Mexico. Yeah. We don't care about that, right? Yeah, we don't care. We don't care. He's a king in Mexico. Yeah, we're currently in the middle of a so-called pandemic where yeah. one of the deadliest viruses all the time. But you know what? We had the highest attendance rating for Super Bowls, the NBA games, all this kind of stuff like that. So cash... Rules everything around me. Cream, Cream get, the get the money. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. That's yeah. what it all comes down to. About. And that's definitely what Klitsch goes. I think they forgot. Canelo's such a house. One of my oh, no, one of my favorite lines from movies. I, I'm just full of quotes. Uh, Brad Pitt and killing him softly. America's not a country. It's a business. Now pay me my money. That's a That's why I love Brad Pitt. Though. He, he, he does everything. Mm-hmm. And, and, and because they say he's a stoner at home. 
went up a notch there too. Yeah, I can see that. You know, it's really slept on too. You seen the counselor, right? I feel like this is who, who's the counselor? Is so that the counselor, with Tom Berger? No, it's uh, nope. Uh, Brad Pitt's in there, but uh, Michael Fassbender, um, Penelope, the Pel- Penelope Cruz, uh, Javier Bardem, and then uh, Cameron Diaz. Man, all star, all star cast. Man, wow. it's really good though. But uh, Brad Pitt, he plays a he plays a pretty cool role in there too. Yeah, his best role was in Deadpool. Actually, <laughs> yeah. yeah. All, right, all right, moving on, moving on here now. I talked about Charlo. Unfortunately, the other one might be looking at some jail time. One is in a stalemate for the fights here. The Oscar Valdez and Shakur Stevenson. I I, think I left that at the end here because I fear we got a little bit of time left. We got a little bit of time left. Yeah. But I this is one where, when, I've said this before, our energy transcends. Yeah. We do know there's a weird connection between what are possibly ghosts and mm-hmm. electronics. Mm-hmm. We can hear, hear things. Watching that first face-to-face outside, mm-hmm. seeing, I felt the energy from that like it was Dragon Ball Z, bro. And then how did that make you feel? Where did it touch you? I had to, I, I almost <laughs> dropped my phone. I had the chills. I had the chills. And I needed all the point where it touched me, okay? I I loved it, and it made me uncomfortable at the same yes, time. It, yes. it, it, it's, it's, it's like, because, it's like, got to be like your first time in, in like a gangbang. Yes. <laughs> Showing up, it's like, oh, oh, yeah. oh God. <laughs> I hate you and love you at the uh, same time. If you time. laughed, so you know exactly it, what I'm talking about. So, I love how Oscar Valdez was all business. Yes. And that stone just made cold. that stone cold. And he's and he's been through it. Yeah. He's been through. He's been through wars. He is tested. Yes. He's tried and true. We've been speaking about this man for years, yes. and we're both a fan. Yes. Now, Shakur Stevens is my second favorite fighter, and he was smiling the whole time. I, and, and then so this is what made this, so this is what made me uncomfortable. It's like, are you smiling because you're a kid? Are you because you're comf- you're comfortable yes. and all that and you're confident and all that kind of stuff, which I believe. And then I'm just like trying to play devil's advocate. Like Manny Pacquiao always smiled when he came into the ring, just looking goofy, smiled and pummeled people. Yes. So Asians do that. Just, yeah. it, usually, if they don't speak English, they do but, that. Thing and then, that. but then also it's like. I love Shakur Stevenson. Do you really know what you're getting into? We had Mick Conlon and, and Shakur Stevenson. Remember, we talk about them at the yeah. same time every time. Oh. We speak less of Mick Conlon right now, maybe yeah. because he's not in the country, but more of Shakur Stevenson because accolades and straight talent skill. It's straight talent skill. But Valdez, man, being – if you could be the rising up-and-coming gladiator, but when you get against a guy who's 40, 20, and 0. So it's – Valdez, and we had kind of had these questions about him. I mean, but yeah. then he showed, then he showed us the Scott Quigg, then he showed us the Miguel Burchell. Like he showed, there's so many times where it's just like, okay, he's boxed, he's brawled, Brawl. and he's came out and he has it. Mm-hmm. I'm still the I the questions are still out of secure, even though I know he's so talented. I have to see it. He the he's thing still at the he's so he's so good. It's to his detriment. I yes. still don't know how good he is. I would have if I was his which promoter. Is, which is stupid. How do you explain that? Yeah, he's so good. I still don't know how good you are because everybody they put in front of you. It, it, it's just like what Mayweather said. He was just like, no, everybody I fought were great. I just made them look bad. Yeah. It's it's, it's got to be the the boogie night syndrome, like the Marky Mark character. You know what I'm saying? You can only get told so many times how how large your size is. Yeah, and then there's that point. It's like, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, but he well, he got to see his press clippings. With Shakur Stevens, he's at a young age where if he starts to believe him too much. 
when a man gets to this untouchable stage, like Al Capone, that's when you always go down. Yeah. Because when you get too powerful, there's only one way to bring a man down. It's by his ego. Yeah. You can do, you can kill him from from what was it? The usual suspects. You can kill his family. Yeah. That's not going to stop him. You have to get this man's ego. And with Shakur Stevenson, he's at a young age where it's a little bit easier to attack your ego. Another right? one of my favorite quotes is uh, from Captain America: Civil War. Uh, the dude who was uh, who was behind all of it. He said, yeah, he was like a country. That's conquered from the outside can always rebuild. Yes, you stop a country by the destroying inside, it from yeah. the inside. It's so, your, yep. so your so your Pretty ego, it, it really is, and then your ego is what's going to separate you from Adrian Broner and Andre Ward, yes. and you know who he has in his corner. It's just like okay, you read your press clippings, you know you're great. You have to prove it every day. You can't because because the thing is, there's there's two types of there's two types of uh, people that are out there. It's like. like the people who are going to go against you, they're going to, they're going to see the Yankee pinstripe yes. and be like, okay, this is who I'm fighting, okay, and they're going to fold before they, you know, Mike Tyson said I mastered the art of skullduggery. Yes. He was like, they were defeated before they stepped in the ring. But then there's other people who's like, no, nah, I'm going to, I'm going to test you. I'm going to try you. The Jack Cottrells, the people yes. that, the people that are yes. coming here and just like, hey man, I'm a fighter too. I'm a man too, yeah. and I'm going to test you on that. Now, so I'm gonna be real. I've seen this a lot throughout history with young fighters, and for sure, seems he's definitely at a point in his career and life. He just had a daughter, so I think the biggest red flag for this man is if he tries to go into rap music, because then these are the bad signs that we've seen with like Adrian Boner. We've seen how much rap music have taken down people. So as long as he maybe goes left, starts a business, has another kid, as long as he stays in their life, of course, and doesn't be a stereotype. We, we should probably find out the race of the kid, but or maybe not. But <laughs> you know, Shakur what? Stevenson, I, he's still at that crossroads where he can go. Remember uh, what they said with Hitler? If they gave him that uh, art scholarship, we would have knocked out in World War Two. Yeah. And I think that's where he's at. He's at that crossroads still. He, Butter, butterfly effect. Right. <laughs> and Shakur Stevens, man. Right now, if you had to pick who's going to win, who you who you pick it? This is not an official pick. It's not an official pick. I'm gonna go with Shakur. I'm gonna stick with my. Mine's Valdez. From, from the time the fight's been made, who's, who's, that's the name that just keeps in my head. Is there really a wrong answer? No, no. Now, I, I, I and I think this is more of my heart than my actual head. Because yeah. and, and, and and then the thing is, if I'm like, if I'm a bet on it, Valdez will probably be the favorite. Yeah, I'm guessing. Yes. So, it's be. And it's so, not be so, much. so money wise, yeah. I, I'm going to take that. And then also my favorite fighter wise, but then it, it's just, there's no wrong answer. This is, this is from my heart. It's this not, is from yeah. my heart. This I, is from my heart. I don't know I'm if going, I can I'm really going. speak to this outside of it, outside of my heart anyway, just because I love the sport so much. And these yeah. guys are so good, but I, I, I agree with 100% everything you said, except, except for maybe the Shakur part. That's just who I feel is Valdez. And, and there's not, there's no age real issue here. Well, how old is Valdez, by the way? Let's look at this here because he's Mexican. He could be 52 or, or 35. And Shakur Stevenson, same thing, except he could be 37 or 17. <laughs> you know, they lied about his age. Like, they got, he has a fake diploma, but not for college purposes. Oscar Valdez, I know if we, we probably should search Shakur Stevenson because there's nah, a lot of Oscar yeah. Valdez is out there. So, you know, pull up rap sheets. 31. 31, and Shakur Stevenson's, is there a 10 year difference in age? 24. 24. Okay, let's see. Seven-year difference in age. In seven years of life, there's a lot of different experiences, right? I don't know if Valdez can, can with a straight face, say, I've faced you before. 
I can beat you. I've seen it. He's seen it. Right? He's seen it. Maybe, maybe not. Because I don't know. Shakur Stevens, he's on another level still. Uh, hey, hey, yeah. Hey, this sport, it may be guilty to proven innocent or innocent to proven guilty. Yeah. However, however you want to do that. The snake to my mongoose or the mongoose to my snake, whatever it is, it's bad. But like the Back thing is, like, the, the, well, yes. but uh, Valdez has the proven background. Yes. And then so it, this is one of those. Yeah. Just like just like when we saw the Andre Ward uh, Kovalev fight. However, this ends. I'm not mad at it, and I no. understand it. And I understand. Yes, yes. And we got to see, hopefully, just the chance of who the better fighter was. This says trilogy all over it. But I guess there's only one thing Bob Valdez really has to do is hit the man, because that's the one thing people are having trouble doing with Shakur Stevenson. Yeah. Really. And yeah. if he starts to connect those, it's a long night for Shakur Stevenson because. How would you have – think about that. This could be the first time he's ever truly been hit on a professional level. So we don't even know his chin. We, and we don't know his chin or how he's going to react emotionally. We, we don't know. We know nothing. We know nothing. nothing. We know this kid is special. Hey. We don't know how special. Once again, as long as he's got a mixtape coming out, I think he's on the right path. Make sure you hit me up on Facebook.com forward slash SquareTurk101 or on Instagram at SquareTurk101. You can just search SquareTurk101 and his OnlyFans site will show up. What you got? How are we winning, man? I came here to die, not make a speech. What would your last words be? Mama, I love you. <laughs> P.O.P., hold it down. I'm out. I'm legally blind. Oh, keep going. Gee.